Come on kids, now gather round Grab a log and sit right down What's that smell? What's that sound? You're on fire, now hit the ground It's the campfire shit show And now, your camp counselors Bo Hufford and Meryl Climo Holy shit 2022 Here we are, here we are First episode of the new year <coughs> And uh, yeah, everyone I know is sick. I know that our listeners out there are probably saying, yeah, me too. Me too. Not me, bitch. Um, Give it a minute. Give it a minute. You'll be there. I'm hopped up on thyme tea with oregano and cat's claw and lemon balm, vitamin C, zinc shock therapy. Zinc shock therapy? Uh Uh-huh. What does that include? Um, there's a brand I like called Vimergy Zinc, and you just take like a few dropper fulls every couple hours when you're awake. There's a, a I, protocol for it. Uh, uh, <laughs> there is, but well, you, uh, it's online, weird when you say protocol. Say, protocol seems so like ooh, people call it vitamin Z, or Z, they have to spell it out now because big tech is censoring the word zinc. Okay. All right. But no, I'm I feel fucking great. You do? You're on top of the world? I feel good. Everyone around me is dropping like little mosquitoes, but I feel good. <laughs> I'm the dropping I'm like little... mosquitoes? That, do they drop? A... No, I, they I would pierce say the skin and then I think suck the same as dropping like flies because flies don't live very long. Oh yeah. But like, you know what? Make your own thing. Make your own thing. I dropping like, like zebras. Yeah, you know? vitamin Z's. I feel like I'm the little caterpillar with all the hair on it that's just like inching along and then finally someone steps on it and all the green comes out. But until then, Jesus, Meryl, I will be taking a lot of healing broth. Well, that's great. That's great. Um, Onions are antiviral. Good for you. And and, and and there are people in your life that are sick? Um, No. No. No, so, actually. So, so your mom didn't get it? No. Really? We don't know. The, we don't know. We don't know. Huh. That's funny. Because <laughs> when you first came over here, okay, you, yes. said, you said, my mom got the COVID. She did. And she was out visiting you. Yeah. And now you just about lied. You, no, I didn't lie. You almost lie. lied about it. You go, uh. Mm, no, because eh, the truth uh, is at the time that people are listening, she may not have had it anymore. I heard But the she CDC, did have it. The CDC just shortened it to five hours. according to the cdc five minutes please isolate for five minutes (laughs) yeah yeah there's a lot of memes i'm sure Mm -hmm. you've seen them uh yeah but i've been testing i think that's when you know that's when you know society is like yep done with this done with this you're bullshit i'm not listening to anything you have to say the bulk of people now are like the cdc like back that thing up yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's like everyone's made it a joke so now we're really in trouble right we're in trouble because no one's taking it serious and everyone's like i'm done listening to the rules absolutely and the rules keep changing and it is kind of bullshit, right? I blame the media. And it's, it's bullshit that like, like, for example, I knew a person, they got the COVID, they had to isolate for 10 days mm-hmm. on their 10th day, they announced, oh, just isolate for five days now. And it's like, oh, well, wait a minute. I just isolated 10 days. Yes. So now everyone going forward is five days. So you don't know what you're doing either. And it's true. We don't know what we're doing. It makes no sense. Yeah, it's, it's tough. It's tough. I, again, I hate talking about this COVID shit too. because like we've been in it for two years almost now. Mm-hmm. This is kind of wild. Uh, but it is what it is. Yeah, it is where we are. Part. But it's also funny to think that here in California, it's such a big part of our lives. And I reckon on the on New York City lands too, which we'll hear. But like there are some states where it is just like if we were back in, in Nashville or New Orleans, it's sure. very like small on I think what they think about. They wake up and it's like not sure. part of their pulsing everyday life. Yeah. That's where I want to live. I'm going to a red state, baby. Oh, Jesus. No, no, I'm, gonna, no I'm back. Here we go. Here we go. Well, 
everyone's happy and healthy, and I really recommend looking into <laughs> oregano oil. It has to be everyone's happy and P73. healthy. Except for my mom, she's got it. But, uh, yeah, but there's yeah, a mindset. No, no, no. I've I've have her on some stuff, and she's okay, good. great, great. And lucky for her, she's been boosted three fucking shots, so that's good. That's great. Yeah, I tried to get my work. I tried to get my boost. Uh, I tried to get my booster before I left for my uh, my winter vacation. You know, mm-hmm. I, my vacay was in New York City. Mm-hmm. The uh, the a cesspool of germs and disgust. Um, Flew out was a week and a half ago now, um, and you know I was kind of in a pickle. I was kind of in a pickle because uh, everyone around me had COVID. You were flying into the. I, zone, I was yeah. flying away from people who had it, and yeah. I, I was trying to avoid that as 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 well as possible. You know, mm-hmm. and everyone's been very safe around me. It's not that, but then I flew into the to to the the hot skillet. <laughs> Right. Yeah. And uh, that city is full of COVID and the people we were staying with. Okay. So we flew in and the people we were staying with were on like their ninth day uh-huh. of having COVID. And they, we didn't see them for the first two days because we were trying to be smart. 10 days is the, yes, you can come out of your little groundhog hole. And so uh, we finally did see them, but we still kept our distance. Right. But we went out and we were just always trying to like stay six Beef feet, or, ten yeah, feet away, yep. you know, kind of thing. But it's so weird. It is so weird. And then uh, did as much as we could because I'm a firm believer in like get it today because it might not be here tomorrow. And luckily, uh, we did as much as we could. Because, oh, I thought you meant get the no, get the no, 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 no. Today. no. We went out. We went to some places. Tried to travel around. Went to some bars. Things like that. And here's what I noticed um, being in the world. And I've seen it since because anybody who was on Instagram on January 1 after New Year's Eve saw all the parties and all the craziness in the world and people who were just dancing, herds of people, right? I'm like, ooh, this is probably a bad idea. Uh, but uh, and I have so many friends in production that were the, even the uh, the Miley Cyrus thing. I knew someone that was at the Miami. Uh, they were in the audience oh. for that, and they said they were basically telling people to like put your mask on when the camera was coming yeah. at you, and then like, yeah. when the cameras were off. No we one saw cares. the same and, thing in, yeah. in Nashville, right? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. When we went yeah. down there, and we were at the Quest Love, and they said you have to wear your mask on the way into the concert because they were filming. Yes. And then as soon as you got past the camera, you could take your mask <laughs> off and be in a herd of people. It's like okay, mm-hmm. give me a break. But we flew in. And uh, uh, we hung out. We had a Broadway show, which we thought for sure was going to get canceled. Uh, we saw the Book of Mormon. You ended up seeing we it. We saw it. We wow. saw it. And uh, that was our gift to our friends as well. And so luckily on like, it was like the second or third day. They were fine. They yeah. were allowed by the CDC. They had no like symptoms and things exactly. like that. So yep. they were allowed to go out in the world. Mm-hmm. And we went, of course, you still have to wear your mask everywhere in New York inside. You have to show your vaccine card everywhere you go. You can't get into restaurants. Or uh, we went and saw the show. Show was amazing. But this is probably our second, third day there. Um I started not feeling <laughs> good at the Broadway show. And, and in the middle of the show? In the middle of the show, I started feeling like, ooh, what's that? But then I was like, okay, I'm in a room full of people. It's very hot in here. And it's the winter time. You have your winter jackets. You're going inside, outside, inside, it's a lot. outside. Yeah, inside. even just traveling, yeah. I always get like a little cold. That's just- so, so one thing I dislike always about Japan when I'm there is like the heat is so intense when you go inside any place uh, that you have to take off all your ten layers. Yeah. Then you go outside and it's like ten degrees out. And you're like, you put everything back on, and you're like constantly doing that over and over. Yeah. And you're like, ah, oh, I feel like I have pneumonia. So uh, oh, no. we're in the show. 
halfway through, intermission pops up. I'm like, I think I need to go outside and just get some air. Went outside, got air. I felt immediately better. So I was like, okay, great. I'm just going crazy. Yes. You know, those moments where you're like, am I getting sick? Exactly, ah, yeah. That's ah. all we hear about. It's yeah. like our subconscious is definitely bombarded by it. It's like I remember in the early days of the pandemic, I, I, oh, I would yeah. like run up the stairs. I'm like, oh, I'm short of I'm short I of I went to the ER oh, like three oh times. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, totally. uh, so yeah. I was like, okay, we're good. Watch the rest of the show. By the end of the show, I was like, oh, I don't know. This feels weird. I started feeling a little weird. And I was, I'm supposed to meet a friend, okay? One of my age-old friends from uh, Philadelphia was in town. And so we're supposed to meet them. So we went and met them. But I was like, cautious, cautious. Uh But then I started feeling really good again. And I was like, okay, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm just being crazy. Yeah. Hung out for a couple hours. Or maybe it's just another cold, too. Sure, sure. The influenza, something, right? Exactly, yeah. Go home. And I probably got home around midnight. By 1 a.m., I was full-blown fever shakes, and I was like, I'm fucked, and I was fucked. By the morning, I tested positive for COVID, and I was like- Okay, everyone who said, like, we, I feel like I'm hearing a chorus, a Greek chorus of, like, <laughs> we could call this, yeah, we knew this. We knew it, <laughs> yeah. and I get it. I get it. Right. We did our best, though. We did our best, mm-hmm. but by, the, by that next morning- we were full on like, okay, well, we've got this. So did you have the sore throat first? Because I feel like that's such a telltale sign. Yes, but I always seem to get a sore throat in every time I go to New York because of the... Me too, You know, the pollution, the difference in air. Like, I am very susceptible to, like, allergies. Yeah, yeah, And so it just felt like, you know, I've had allergies this entire fall. Right. There are several times I'm like, well, I've got COVID and I got tested. I'm like, I don't have COVID. That's weird. And... This time was different. This time was really, I had like fever dreams. I thought I was, there was a moment where I was in like this death loop where I kept thinking, this sounds crazy. I don't know if you've ever had a fever. Your brain is melting. Your brain is absolutely melting, right? But I had this moment where I was in this bedroom and I'm sitting there and I keep having this weird moment where I feel like I have to put my keys in this bucket and then the room, there's this bucket in this room and then the room, the bucket and this little door like, whoosh, like almost like a revolving door Ooh, and then really it's Stanley supposed to Cooper. bring in my key, another key so I can get out of the room and I did this moment probably 50 times in this one night. And I don't know why that was the dream, but oh I was like, gosh. I kept feeling like I can't get out of this room. I can't get out. And I was fucking going through crazy fevers that is like a fever dream yeah and then it sucks to be sick away from your house even though you're with friends but like my anxiety kicks in i just want to be by myself my friends were amazing they did an amazing job at um giving us everything that we could have had like it was awesome uh but it was still like hell yeah, I hate that because then you feel like, I don't know, it, uh, yeah, yeah. I really feel anxious on top of I that. I had up and down fever for like two days where it's oh. like I have to take a shower and it's got to be hot and then I have to take a shower. It's got to be cold and it's like bang, bang, bang. Uh, and we were, you know, I was about 12 hours ahead of Brit. So she was sick immediately after. And then how did you get, did you go to a place to get tested? No, I, we already, we had brought tests with us. Oh, okay. And she took her test and it. It didn't even work. It, <laughs> it didn't like even off the charts, no. Like, it didn't even work. It like it didn't register anything. And she's like, "God damn it!" You know, because they're like twenty five bucks. Yeah. And then she's like, "You've got to take yours, and then I'll know because I'm, I'm feeling it." But maybe we just have the flu or whatever. So I took it, and it was like the fastest positive I've ever. <laughs> it's like I hadn't even put 
pulled it out of my nose and it felt like it was already like <laughs> you're positive it was coughing back at you yeah and so we just isolated but on that day again like i said it was like instead of 10 days five days if you don't have any uh, symptoms after two days i was perfectly fine it's like i had two days of like really well, yeah but we still stayed inside we isolated the whole time but we ended up you know keep this in mind we just came to a city that we wanted to go around and see things and go to places blah blah and we ended up isolating the entire time oh my we just sat in a room in a you basically in, in, like paid to fly to just yeah, to like get yeah, sick yeah. and go somewhere it, else. at somebody else's house and then just sit inside and it just really sucked all around. And it was, you know, Britt's first time in New York. She was so excited to eat and do. I lost my sense of taste. It was just like... All the restaurants. Everything about the whole situation was like, well, that fucking sucked. Now, what level of like, do you feel like that was stupid to go or not really? Or like what's... No, because... Okay, so you can't... You can't predict... You can't predict what was going to happen. Right. And listen, I uh, for the last year and a half to almost two years... We've all been scared of getting it and trying to avoid. And, and I did. I totally did. But this new variant, I'm sure everyone understands, like this new variant of Omicron is like hitting people in a much faster, easier way. Yes. And it's like where people were fine and I hardly knew anybody. Now I knew like 12 people who got it in the same week and a half. It's right. like, whoa, this thing's, this thing's going. Yeah. But again... It was during holiday season and everyone's like, we don't need masks, right? We can, as long as we go, we, blah, blah, blah. And, and people were like, you know, I had a friend who who was at a holiday party every single night for like five days. Yeah. Right. You're you're they're telling you that like for two days, two or three days, you don't even have the symptoms, but you're highly contagious. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, what? And then it's hard for like, you know, someone like my mom to be like, OK, I've been triple vaxxed and then right. I'm not going to spend like christmas with my family and then it's like okay then what's the point of what's the point of triple vaccine yeah yeah yeah. oh my gosh you and brit being like sick in a bed together too i would i don't even know what i would do why why because i just want i need i'm like a lone wolf i need to curl up by myself if i'm sick well like the thought of being kind of like i wasn't i wasn't really that sick after two days like i said yeah brit was much more sick and i think she's she's just now getting getting to that place where she's like, I feel 99% normal, you know? Oh my gosh. It's tough. It's tough. Did um, you guys eat any New York pizza or you couldn't even taste it? We had one slice the first day. Again, we got a lot done in two days. Oh, yeah, days. you have did some, dim yeah. sum too. In I saw two that. Days, yeah. And you had a hot dog. <laughs> first thing, <laughs> right, out, that immunity. right out of the train, I, I, I got a dirty New York dog off the street. But again, you should have seen... And, and if you if you are watching any social media, like if you see what people are doing in New Year's, it's like if people aren't getting it in a in a oh, rapid, yeah. it's like give me a break. Yeah. One of my friends is a photographer, and he posted a video of like New Year's Eve bash, and it was like thousands of people with no masks on. It's like, sorry, you're telling me nobody right. had it and didn't know they had it. Yeah, and <laughs> and you're not going to stop humans from doing that, like right. you know. And so I think yeah. yeah, we have to come up with better stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I think I saw something where it was like they're calling it COVID nineteen now because oh it's like gosh. the 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 pressure inside you to get out there and hoe it up is stronger than you trying to like be safe because yeah. it's just everyone's <laughs> like fucking I'm going they're all going to parties and shit. That's what that's what my be mom safe got out it. there. Yeah, your mom is a hoe. A She's out there hoving it. Yep. It was, <laughs> that sounds like a Jewish holiday, doesn't COVID. it? Hoving. Yeah. Jehovah's Witness. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, so that's well, that's that. So maybe there's not you much to go again in the spring. Oh, gosh. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. By that case, Florona will be the common one. The this is so stupid. Corona I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. You start coming up with these dumbass names. That's what? COVID influenza? Yep. 
Flo- Florona. That's uh, I think it's actually cute. I picture like a hippopotamus with like a wig on. And Florona? Some nice yeah. Can you draw that for me? Yes. Okay, great. I mean, I'll hire someone to draw yeah, it okay. because I can't draw. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I, I mean, guess I, I would more to report on New York. Well, I was going to say, I would have loved to come room. back and be like, oh, this is what I did. But what I ended up doing really is just sitting inside playing video games with my friend and, uh, feeling like they both wanted to get out of that house but they felt guilty and i was like no you guys got to go right you gotta go and we just want to also give the disclaimer that but when you flew back you were you were negative yeah yeah, yeah we were negative absolutely yeah, exactly. absolutely because absolutely. you don't want to be on a plane absolutely jet flu <laughs> jet flu <laughs> jesus yeah yeah. Do you have anything else to share about that experience? Unfortunately, no. Okay, that's that's <laughs> all we need. Uh, the little last like bow centered thing that I have for you is I have been listening to your new podcast. Oh, the movie one. Oh, MCFC. It's called Movie Cinema Film Club. That's what Club. it's called. Yep, yeah, I'm only like a producer on it. Yeah, as you can tell. Um, thanks for being in the know. Love it, and I really like it. I have to say, as a non movie person, like I of course haven't listened to any of the movies that you guys have. Have, are talking you about mean you haven't watched them oh yeah that's true see i only listen to like <laughs> people like you boggle my mind but i also was talking uh with one of the co-hosts ian and i was like yeah but it, it's you know whatever you want to make this the viewer the listener right yes it's like if you don't want to watch the movie and you just want to listen to us talk about a movie that's fine whatever now i feel so happy that i've i've listened to you guys talk about those movies mm-hmm. and i now feel no need to watch them but there yeah. probably will be a movie down the road that if you guys both like if everyone likes it yeah maybe i'll watch it but yeah. I, i'm honestly impressed like of course all three people are my friends but if i was just a random person i'm very impressed with all three of you like how you are able to pull references of different movies and directors mm. and um everyone is very knowledgeable about movies and i like i really like everyone's perspective on things and how it differs. I think the great thing about that podcast and why I have so much fun is that I don't agree with them all the time. And in fact, we, we disagree a lot. Yeah. Uh, but that is what makes it interesting because I think if you just, if we sit down and you go, I like this. And then the other person goes, me too. You'd be like, well, I guess we're done. Yeah. Uh, and then there was one that you gave a, a, a score to that you like didn't like the movie and then you gave it an eight. And it was so because yeah. I was driving in my car. I'm like, what the fuck? And then it was Brittany like totally called you out on it and was like, yeah, where did I think you we're talking from? about the searchers. We yeah, argue on the searchers a lot. And it's because I, there are these movies that you can say, uh, okay, so, so we pick movies of all ranges and all time frames yeah. and all types. And that's why we call it Movie Cinema Film Club because it, it does include a little bit of each of those types. You know, there's a difference between Citizen Kane and Gremlins, and it's mm-hmm. hard to compare them, you know? So you have to sort of understand that, like, this movie is is important for the time but it doesn't necessarily hold up for me today but it i can see its relevance then yeah and so even though i didn't love a movie i can see its relevance of that time yes. and that's important to yeah. understand and separate and so that's where you we can't st- just hate it because they right. used outdated yeah. language. Right, right right if somebody right. says the n-word in the 1940s and it's like well um Okay, you can hate it and you can say this is not aged well, but does that make it a bad film? And so you just have that conversation. Mm-hmm. But we definitely, uh, I would say the first episode, which was, uh, we did two movies, Taika Waititi's Boy and uh, John Ford's uh, The Searchers, which is a John Wayne movie. And it brings up a lot of tense subjects and doesn't always do it well, but I still 
feel like the movie is worth watching. And a lot of people disagree with me. A lot. We've gotten some essentially really? hate mail some hate mail really yeah and uh, so i know this is going on a little long yeah, about yeah, this yeah. but like i do think um the the idea is is worth listening to each week one of the three of us picks two films uh we sort of talk about those films we do start the each episode out with a little bit about our lives too so the you dailies. can kinda, yeah you can look listen to the dailies as with the us. producer i don't like i can tell sometimes uh towards the end of the episodes if you guys have been drinking yeah and i'm just like that's what my one producer note i'm like don't get too drunk on it because because I, yeah. I, I like it to feel like <laughs> professional and, and then i i hate the thought of podcasts where you could just tell it to host or not that this is it but like yeah. podcasts that just where people get really drunk and then it just falls off the, the i wheels. can hear i can hear i can hear that yeah um that's my one producer note when we started this okay it was let's get together have a couple cocktails uh talk about the films that we'd watched that week and we would get drunk and so now yeah. but now after a year of doing that we started recording and so we have to wean back on the drunk right and you keep it more lucid exactly yeah, yeah. yeah but there's but a couple episodes where I, could, I get a little loopy exactly and you're just like fuck you <laughs> and i'm like oh my god i totally know what's happening it's here. a it's a fun it's a fun thing but like i said it's uh we each pick a two films um and you have like your episode and then in the middle of the episode we have a couple trivia questions and all of this we're keeping a spreadsheet on so we've got the ratings of the movies that we're actually sharing with our audience so that if you wanted to you know one of the hardest things about finding something to watch is finding it right yeah. like actually finding the thing yes. and wondering like is this good am i taking a chance is it garbage and so we started a spreadsheet that rates all of the films that we've watched that, that includes over a hundred films at this point and uh, we just now have started the podcast. So we're just a couple episodes in. Uh, but we've got some great films coming up. And, and and it might be something where you're like, ah, I don't know what to watch. And so you look upon our spreadsheet that we share and you go, oh, well, the, here's here's 25 movies that they all rated in the eights or aboves. And yeah. you kind of get that. And I think that some people will latch on to like, oh, I, I agree with Ian or I agree with Brittany or I definitely don't agree with Bo. I know. You know? Everyone's okay. going to be mad at me. We already know I have horrible movie taste. But yeah. my least favorite movie in the entire world yes. is The Royal Tenenbaums. <laughs> And, and I could see why that would draw I hate some that movie. I hate the aesthetic of it. I yeah. hate. Oh, you just the, don't like, like Wes Anderson? No, I don't think I do. Okay. I, I, there's something about him that like drives me crazy. But I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that it feels a little pretentious. It yeah. does. It does feel a little pretentious. Um, but when you guys in, uh, reviewed what was the movie, The Fox? Uh, uh, what was Fantastic this? Mr. Fox. But, yeah, yeah. But that's. I was like, I was even thinking maybe I should give another one of his movies a different. A you should. Try. I, I think a good film for you that would be a great. Uh, an approachable film is called Moonrise Kingdom. Okay. That's one of his, and I think that you'd really like it. All right, all right. Okay. But yeah, Royal Tenenbaums is like if I could kick a movie in the face. I'm a huge movie nerd, and I always have you been. You are, and I, I'm so impressed I used to watch so many films in college. I'd go to all the art houses and uh, independent films at that time in the, you know, I'm talking about the 90s. This is when <laughs> independent film was like something new. Yeah. Um, but I would say um, we range in, in what we each like and crossover sometime. But the conversation is always like interesting. So check it out. Movie Cinema Film Club. It's available just like this podcast everywhere you're looking. And uh, we're, we're slowly growing our empire here. <laughs> I like the uh, boy in Syracuse and I would have to. He was a movie nerd. And I feel like on Fridays I would suggest that we could just. I mean, can't we just go to the mall and eat like orange chicken and stuff? But he wanted to go see all the independent movies. So one day I remember just sitting through Amelie and being like like braiding my own hair. And that was a great movie. Well, Amelie is a great movie. That is a great movie. But, oh, but I just fun, remember being movie. like 
uh, I think it was four weeks and I'm like I just can't live my life going to independent movies all the time and I, <laughs> I was like eating orange chicken alone like the next week so happy oh man so that's that so yeah. yeah that's just a what's going on with you oh god enough about me <laughs> oh my god what's happening with you a lot okay so I had my parents come out this holiday season right where your mom got COVID go ahead <sighs> yep also disclaimer she did not fly home with it. We did not know until the next, like the next morning, she was kind of feeling a sore throat. Like I a see. good citizen, she very quickly went to our urgent care, and she is very healthy and fine. So it good. just was same thing. It went by very easy. My dad did not get it; tested oh, negative. Just many a matter of times. time. I mean, he lives with her. I know it's, it's okay. gonna be really hard not to get it. But don't you think? I don't know. Who Maybe. knows? Hey, who knows? Yeah, who knows? Who knows how this thing's works? So yeah, I sent them. They they left with. Uh, the gift people will the, remember. <laughs> the gift that keeps on giving <laughs> yeah, to other people. Exactly. Yeah. Great. Lowered immunity. And so um, <laughs> T cells that are destroyed. Okay. Keep going. Can natural immunity fight it? We don't know. <laughs> Who knows? The data will be out in 25 years according let, to Pfizer. Let, let's cool. just assume that it can't. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. Okay. So then. Um, so they came out at the same time. We also had Jack's mother stay with us for oh, 10 God, days I feel like in our house for, for 10 days for four years we've been having the same same conversation after christmas i want to give everyone an update that this this christmas was honestly wonderful and the two of them got along like really well there was no Who? fights uh like jack and his mom oh great in the past that had been yeah that's been a, a thing. thing like yeah. just fighting and kind of at burritos get thrown during christmas time definitely yeah, well always. they're still <gasps> oh I mean, there's juice nothing too much i think there was always the interplay of like I love Jack's mom and obviously like she stays with us for a while and we want her to like she's she's actually not a a, a pain in any way like she's nice to have her around but they fight a lot where they have fight fought in the past yeah and I feel like maybe two years ago was very very tumultuous and then last year got a little better and this year is very it was very nice and I think it was because there's now a baby in the family oh. and all the attention and all the like emotional babies, things babies change they things. do change things and so there's no like there's not even any room for anyone because now like there's someone that's supposed to be throwing a tantrum <laughs> and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> so that that aspect was nice. My parents were on their best behavior. They were super nice and good. The only like mild family drama that we have, which is always the same thing, which comes down to just like eating. Yeah, and like eating and weight. Right, it always comes down to like, are you sure you want to eat that? You're right, like, shut the fuck up. Which is so funny because like ne- throughout my normal life here, I don't feel any like bit of that type of pressure or are feeling shame or you know like, i don't right. feel like that at all and my parents like in the past like we, they it's it, they don't make me feel like that now but what makes me kind of like sometimes i think without knowing it jack will like be a tattletale like for example we were going to eat enchiladas later on a day <laughs> and then jack was also making spaghetti and so i'm like i want a bowl of spaghetti now and like in an hour i'm gonna have an enchilada so sure. i was doing it and like my mom, I think maybe in the past would have like said something yeah. still well-meaning, like, but just kind of like, don't fill up or, you know, yeah. something little. But I think now she knows that like, it's like a little hairpin situation that if like one thing is said, then I will yeah. go off the rails. You'll and so, yeah. so I was in the kitchen eating the spaghetti, like just talking to Jack. And he said out loud, like, are you hiding that you're eating two dinners? Which I wasn't at all. I was just like, happened to be in the kitchen. And then the fact that like, I thought that was then going to cause a conversation. And I just kind of said like, shut up. You're like, why, why are you doing that? And then it was like something later on where, um, cause, cause Jack will just be like, Meryl eats so much gluten that her back hurts. You know, I'm like, why are you tattling on me? Like, I don't think you understand that this is going to then result in like a conversation or worrying right. my parents and stuff. Right. And then there was one more time that we were eating pho, like a big bowl of pho yeah. soup. And we had dinner plans later on that night. And then Jack was like, 
mail's gonna fill up for lunch and then, <laughs> then not be why why is he doing and this? then i pushed the bowl away and i'm just like well then i don't fucking want it then I, like oh. i know but like honestly my mom did nothing my mom was like a an innocent very neutral like she was not the one bringing it up it was like i was almost reacting to like the ghost of what i thought was going to happen What's, yeah like, yeah like she was honestly she did not bring one thing up at all like that's not really an issue that much anymore but it's like now i'm so like hypersensitive about something happening about that, the like, reaction of it yeah, yeah 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 so yeah that's really the only dynamic but like they really heard me because i have said before like i don't want to talk about weight I, it's do really- you think that he sort of wants there to be a blow-up so that the attention is taken no, off God, him for no. his blow no because he knows that, I, that then i like turn to him and i'm like oh because then, no, no, no. He definitely doesn't want me to blow up. Because then he knows that I will like disengage. Then, from then why do you think he does it? Um, <laughs> he just <laughs> likes to be a little tattled. That's what I was saying. Like bitches get stitched. Yeah, get but stitched. I don't understand. Like, what's the what's the end game? Do you think he thinks about end game? Um, no, no. Huh. If anything, maybe he's used to. Maybe it's nice to have other people around because in the past he's used to me like eating foe and then not being hungry. Oh, and so he's like... Oh, and then even just like little things where like my dad bought me a nice <laughs> new sweater and then I got toothpaste on it. And he's like, Meryl got toothpaste on her sweater. And I'm like, oh my God. Yes. <laughs> what is he doing? And that's why I just said enough. Please, you're going to get me in tr-. And it's, I hate to say it's not trouble and I'm definitely overblowing how, like my parents could not be like nicer and more supportive to me and they didn't let me, you know, they, they're not. I don't understand what, what the point of that is though. I don't know. It's, it feels like it's like a weird, like, I'm like, do you want to watch me get in trouble or something? Or maybe, I don't know what it maybe is. Maybe he does. Or he just says it innocently, but I have said like, uh, especially with there was one year he said that like my back hurt or I couldn't bend over because I ate too much gluten. And I told him like, maybe you don't know, but that then results in like a long conversation for me that is uncomfortable and makes me feel sensitive and stuff. So, but my parents have heard what I have said to them, which is like, I don't want to talk about wheat. I'd prefer not to. And then they listen to that and they like are really listening to it. So, and it's not more like, Meryl's eating this and she's like fat or anything it's more just like she's going to she's eating two dinners tonight <laughs> like and normally I could be like fuck yeah I'm gonna eat like eight dinners tonight but right but I just hate being like you have to explain yourself in some way or you feel yeah. like there's a judgment there. yeah and there's just like weird tension of I don't I, I just, mean if ever there's a time to eat two dinners it's definitely it's definitely during Christmas exactly yeah it's like everyone's just like yeah and I don't even like count and then there was one meal where I wanted to get a glass of wine and of course like there's no charge of that. Like, in the, it, what if, if I'm out and about, like, I will have a cocktail. I'll have two cocktails. But, like, I kind of had to almost, like, tell my parents, like, I'm going to get a glass of wine. But don't worry. I don't, like, over. It's just this weird thing where. I don't like that at all. But Like, but, I remember when my mom came and she saw the bar and she's like, oh, I didn't know my son was a raging alcoholic. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, fuck you. Yeah. I was so irritated with her because, like, I'm not a raging alcoholic. Exactly. I don't think you even understand what that is. Like, if I have one cocktail Every night, yes, I'm not a raging alcoholic, right? But but it's funny because like th- I was reacting to like my parents were doing nothing. They're like, okay, ha- enjoy your glass of wine. I was just re- I was the one kind of stuck in the past and reacting to the past. Yeah, so I think there was one. I think I told this before, but there was like this is many years ago, <laughs> at least like six or seven meals ago, or I mean years ago. Meals ago, <laughs> you can tell. I think you can tell where your mind's at. Red sauce meals. <laughs> yeah, my first meal of the day. <laughs> uh, there. I think I ordered I was ordering like wine and dessert or something and I saw yeah. my mom like put the menu up above her 
her face and then like say something to my dad and then it just triggered me so much and then i i had said like i'm like i'm gonna punch you through the menu and then you said that yeah <laughs> and then, i don't remember you telling me and that. then it ended up she may have even been saying like make sure we pick up the bill or you know mm. like i i just it's my own weird thing and then i saw it and i reacted to it quickly but this time around like <sighs> I was almost like, I'm ordering a glass of wine. It's okay. I'm going to do it. And they're, they're like, they're both like, okay, that's cool. Enjoy it. Like, yeah. so it just seems like. It- <laughs> and then the menu rises like, we're definitely not picking up this check. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just me. So anyway, that was the family tea. But other than that, we had a really, really nice time. We had a very beautifully boring, but wonderful New Year's with my friend Jason and Jared. We, I was asleep by like 12, 15. Really? Yeah. It was just very low key, but also very like six friends. Just very chill. Yeah. Yeah. But then. Then the most exciting of it all, tell me, was that <laughs> the great hacking of 2021. Oh, we all saw it. We all saw it. We all saw you it. You were one of my first people that texted me. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's so funny. One of our listeners, Edgar, baby, my little baby boy, Edgar, he wrote me and said, Meryl got hacked <laughs> because it was funny. It was like, there's this picture of a Mercedes and it was saying like, yes. I got a new car and it was hold, holding like this key. It was like, up. congratulations to me. That's yeah. Funny. And I was like, well, first off, Meryl would never get a Mercedes. No. She would rather have a Jeep that doesn't work you than a Mercedes it. that does. Absolutely. Uh, then the nails on the hand. That's what everyone knew. Yeah. I was like, oh, these are awful. And then it was just like from there, everyone was getting messages saying like, Buy crypto, do this, like, blah, blah. invest. It's safe. It's legit. Yeah, yeah. Those nails are like Dubai nails, the like girls that like get gifted <laughs> stuff in Dubai, which I wish I was, but yeah, I just can't yeah. be one of them. So that must have been a real pain getting hacked in yes. that way. So what was happening was I was switching back and forth from from Campfire yeah. Instagram to ours. Yeah. Back and forth, back and forth. And it was already a day where it was really rainy here. My parents were at the um at the Balboa Park Museum and I was like just trying so like moving so fast to try to meet up with them and I was trying to do like my whole work day in two or three hours and meet up with them and so then I was trying to post our thing and I was switching back and forth and when I went back into my account it said uh like username not recognized or like does not you know something about my username not recognized and I was like that's so weird maybe I'll try my password again try it again nothing then about 30 seconds later I got an email from my to my gmail saying that your password has been changed for instagram and the new password was like Bitcoin 5000, 505 something. And yeah. I'm like, that's so weird. And so then I'm like, oh, okay. And I entered in that email to the username just yeah. to be like, let me just recover that. And then it said, thank you. We sent a new code to like the phone number ending in 22, oh. which is in my phone. And so I was like, what is happening here? I don't understand. And then very, very long story short, it ended up being that I, um, they, like a, a data breach of passwords, I guess. Like some of my passwords were, because yeah. I got an email from Google a few days later saying that like, including like Instacart, I don't know, just all these passwords were breached. And I think they were able to like see what my passwords were and then try it for Instagram. I did not have two-factor you authorization didn't. on. No, I did not. Uh, I do now. And yeah. God, please, everyone listening, if you do Turn not. on your two-factor. But the part that you'll like is that I have to say, like, honestly, it was so... I, I was already like struggling a lot with just Instagram. We all know how yeah. I hate to be unfollowed sure. and I hate like for some reason I'm very sensitive about that. And I swear to God, I, this was like almost the best, but the worst thing to happen to me because I had so many people messaging me and being like, is this you? Like I had, a, I had everyone ra- ran the gamut of like, they knew it was a scam, you know, like Edgar. Sure. And then I had other people that were like, uh, I just want to make sure before I sign up that like, this is actually you. <laughs> and I can't even tell you like, 
I had like the woman that runs like a Brazilian carnival in San Diego. Like I must have heard from like like the first day, probably like 60 people. Like I was te- trying to text like 60 or 65 people. Yeah. And then like the next day, like another 60 people. And then like it was it was for two reasons. I think the first one was it made me just have to just turn off my phone and be like, like as this was happening, I was at the railroad museum with my dad, which is like <laughs> the slowest, like most peaceful thing. And so right. my You're phone is going crazy. To, yeah. And I just, at a certain point, I'm like a week from now, I'm going to regret that I'm like not in the moment with my dad. And so let me just focus and like turn my phone sure. off. And so I'll figure this out later. Exactly. So I just kind of didn't do any damage control and just put my phone away for a while. But then the second thing is I had to basically tell so many people and like, comedy venues and comedians and stuff like please unfollow me like you have to unfollow me or just restrict me or block me whatever you need to do and so it was messaging like all these people like that um our past guest gabby road who like doesn't know me you know so she she doesn't know that like i'm not in bitcoin or whatever right so it's just and then i saw like just so many people were unfollowing unfollowing so it was like i i haven't wanted this thing to happen and then something happened where it just happened times a million so the, I see the humor in it and I think it was actually really good for me. And then to, to try and reach other people and tell everyone, I started up a new, my normal Instagram, like the other one. Yeah. And it felt like there was a few days where I just had that one. And then it just felt so good to like wake up and be like, I have 35 friends, but like, these are all my actual friends. Actual and like friends. everyone that I know is someone that I like am truly friends with. So yeah, that felt good. But then, um, what I really wanted was, to be I want I needed to be unhacked basically because it was driving me crazy the thought of just reaching out to, to like my outside people sure and I was getting so many messages of people confused and everything and then I had also like a few co-workers old co-workers from the belly up like their kids were getting swindled like you know I'm friends with like some teenagers and younger sure. people that just don't or that were confused and they might not know and so so then one night I sat down and I'm like I'm gonna figure this out and um and then I ended up like being, I took the knowledge from like eight different YouTube videos and pretty much made like a law and order type chart where Shut I'm like, up. this goes to this. And then if anyone wants it, I have, I created a PDF of, of how I got my, <laughs> I already got one other person on hack oh, who said that like awesome. he's tried everything and he couldn't do it. And then I got it. But the funny thing was in order to do it, I needed to like also weirdly include the campfire shit show email. And I think I was lucky because I had all these different accounts and sure. emails, so I was able to kind of like go in and do some different stuff. And but it was so funny because like I was getting, I knew somehow you <laughs> you were gonna be like involved with it because. But you texted me and you were like, "It's fucking two thirty in the morning here. Why am I getting like a million emails? Like <laughs> yeah. you were getting notifications from like yeah. me going in. And I was. I was and in my most crucial moment, and I just I kind of was like, I don't have time for you. Like go away. I can't talk to you right now. <laughs> well, I was like, I went to log on to something, and it was like. It w- the password had been changed. I'm like, okay, are you changing my passwords now? Like, what the fuck is going on? I love that we're like connected by everything. So, because I knew that like every time I was going into our email, like, you were getting a notification and you wrote to me saying like, it's two thirty in the morning. <laughs> You're like I, sick. I with was COVID. like, I'm sick with COVID. It's yeah. two thirty in the morning. I'm sick of this shit. And, and maybe I'm just getting to a play- place where I don't want to do social media anymore. I think that's probably that's where fair. I've been for a while, well, which let me is like, you. well, it's just like I was, you know, even in the time that I was in New York that I was doing stuff, I wasn't posting about it. Mm-hmm. I wasn't like, I'm in New York. And, and that's okay if you do. That's important to you. To me, I'm just starting to lose interest in that type of following. Yeah. I want an authentic experience. And I think that it's being lost in, in social media for sure. In a few days. 
Yes. Whenever you're listening to this, in a few days, yes. I'm heading to Miami, Miami. for a little getaway with uh, our pal and camper, Michelle. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Michelle. Um, the one that a few weeks she's ago, she's like, she's like, wonderful... please don't come. No, she, no, she's, <laughs> yeah, she, she's. Good. We had a long phone conversation about like the. I'm taking lots of tests and doing everything, and yeah. we talked about our different needs, and everyone's going to meet their own needs. That's and stuff. great. And so, um. But that's the same kind of thing. Is I feel like Miami is very much a place that like influencers want to post everything. And so I was sure. even thinking about that. I'm like, I don't want to post in like a flexing way. I just want to post of like what's actually happening. But that also might include like a beautiful coffee shop or, you know, things that I find beautiful. I, I, so. I, want, I want people to enjoy their lives and post what they want. I'm not I'm just telling you, like, for me, I'm sort of turned off by this this type of thing Definitely. that's going on right now. I, I'm just I just am. Will everyone post yourself depressed and crying? <laughs> no, 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 no. Just that's not what I'm saying. Again, I, I know I sound like an old, like grumpy person and, and that's okay. That's okay for me. Yes. I'm just like, well, I'm learning that my evolution of, especially Instagram, I don't even use Facebook at all, but like my, my evolution of that started with like, I'm sharing photographs to what the fuck is going on. And now it's like full on ads, every other fucking thing. It's like, what are we doing here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What no, are we and doing? I think about that. Like if I if I go to dinner with friends and we take a selfie and we post it, I've really thought about am I posting this to like because I could just me being alone with the friend is good enough. But for me, I swear it's more just like I love this person and I'm sharing it. Whereas I think maybe yeah. sometimes in the past, maybe like I have been like before Instagram tells the narrative of having a friend. But why do I need to like show yeah. that I'm at dinner with a friend? Also, before Instagram, what did we do? What did we do? We went out to dinner with our and friends we like, yeah. and we didn't have to ask the waiter to take a photo of us every single dinner. I think there's good to it. I really do. I think that there's some people being like almost posting because they want to create this narrative. But I think that there are good things where it's just like, I love, I, I did it. I think I posted a picture with my friend Natalie, but like there's no part of me that wants people to think a certain way other than just like I'm with someone and here's yeah. our little faces. I'm sure I'll post again. I'm sure it will. But I just want to ask, I want to, I want to remind that question is what are you posting and why? And that why is very important. If you are just sharing moments from your life, you have kids, you want to share that, you're trying to stay connected to people. That's fine. True. Yes, go for it. But I just think there's this whole thing of like, Look at me, I'm important. Let's watch my every move. R.I.P. Betty White. I am <laughs> I am my own news network. I am trying to, you know, that yeah. kind of thing. That's kind of like, okay. You should start your own news network. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm good. I have a podcast instead. That's you my do. Instagram. Oh my it's gosh. the same thing. I'm just sharing my perspective. But I guess, you know, it's it's you pick and choose what you're irritated with. And, <laughs> and I'm irritated with Instagram and not with podcasts. But I'm sure I will be eventually if you aren't already, you know listener <laughs> <laughs> well that's good and i think since everyone wants to know i'm gonna keep my main meryl instagram yes my my the big one the old one yeah as a place for just like podcasts and comedy shows and more like nice career advertisements stuff. and then i want the real meryl to be like for real you know me as like what i'm doing day to day gotcha i think it's good i think it's good too so i i feel like i really started 2022 with a cleanse oh. mind body spirit two dinners at once Two Instagrams, <laughs> double penetration, baby. Twenty-two, two-two. I don't know how I'm starting this year. Right now, it feels like I haven't started anything. I'm still back in 
2021. Nothing's like, changed. We'll get there when we get there. Yeah. That's that's my motto for for 2022 is we'll get there when we get, get there. there. You're starting it off negative and that's positive. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Oh, it's good to be we back. We love you guys. I'm obsessed with our people. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you guys. I want to we'll clean see. your tushy like and change your diaper. What? I want to take like a baby wipe. You should, wipes you should call it a diapy. A diapy. Is, I want to take because then I it's way creepier. Of me cleaning their diapy. Diapy is yeah, yeah, and then it's like mustard yellow because they they just got on solid foods. Oh my god. Okay. Okay. Bye. Are we good? Yeah. Are, are you sure? Yep. Diapy though. Diapy. They're soggy, wet diapy. I clean it. <laughs> bye. This episode of Campfire Shit Show was produced by Bo Hufford and Meryl Climo. It was edited by Bo Hufford, and the theme song was composed and sang by your friendly camp director, me, PB and J. If you've got a question, or you want to be the next camper of the week, email us at campfireshitshow at gmail.com. Say hi to Bo and Merrill on Instagram at campfireshitshow, and please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. Well, kids, it's time to pack up the camp and put out the fire. But don't you worry. We'll see you soon on another episode of the Campfire Shit Show. Sleep tight.